0: To the Ready Set Show Podcast with DT and Letty. Ready Set Showtime. Check, (laughs) check, check.
1: Check, check, check. Check, 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 check,
0: check. Welcome to episode 38, government shit down of the Ready, Set <laughs> Show podcast. And, uh, Letty, I think we got another good one on our hands here.
1: Oh, yeah, I think we do too, so I'm, I'm pretty excited.
0: We're just throwing dimes out this year.
1: Throwing dimes.
0: Putting 2019 on the map for the Ready, Set Show podcast. Uh, real quick, guys, a little update. Meant to tell you this too, Letty, I forgot, I did speak with drama. Oh, She's kind of been going through a lot of stuff So uh, real quick to start off the show uh, I want to send all her thoughts out to Drama oh, yeah. And uh, she said she will be on the show to, to kind of go over what's been going on with her So looking forward to that, oh, man Yeah, I miss We've, you, Drama Yeah, we miss Drama And I told her that Like, hey, we're, you'll always be a part of the fam Letty, how was your weekend, my friend?
1: I mean, it was great It was great to have two days off I had a hell of a week last week Pulled 60 hours at work uh saturday went and watched ruby cheer you know she does great as always i went to west pines <laughs>
0: west pines yeah, <laughs> I've, been there.
1: Ch- I've, I've never been out there so you know i had to gps had to get to it most of these little elementary schools i don't know where the hell they're at so whatever hey
0: my daughter journey went there and i actually i've been there a few times and went with her on a field trip so hell yeah, little country school oh you yeah know. It,
1: is. it is a little country school i walked in there and i'm like jesus this is the tiny ass school I mean, because I went to Mossheim, you know, one of the biggest elementary schools there is in Greene County. But apart from that, I was lazy yesterday. I mean, I just needed a day to myself. Played some Final Fantasy VII. Went nice. down, <laughs> Went down memory lane there.
0: Hell yeah. Tell uh, everybody the good news, though, about Oh, your-
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Got some great news. I'll be going to third shift. I will no longer be on assembly on second shift. I can't wait um i've not really you know told ruby exactly when i've been hinting at it you know yeah don't want to get her hopes up because it could be next week when they move me it could be three months from now so hopefully soon i'll be having a huge schedule change and i'm i just can't wait
0: yeah and with that we say go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) you have escaped man and i'm glad to hear that though all jokes aside you deserve it that department is in a lot of trouble and I hope that you know your employer, man. I hope they address it. The guy on up a little from him too.
1: Oh, he's gone. Oh, is he? I meant to tell you that. Oh yeah, wow. That, okay,
0: well that's the start then. Yeah. Um, One down.
1: He had some personal shit happen, and I've heard I've heard he's quit. I heard he got fired. I heard he's in a different uh, a different factory. But I mean, if any of that's true, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I hate he's going. I hate that. I hate that that shit happened to him. But I mean, hopefully everything goes out well for him. But yeah, I've been telling EJ like all week ever since I, you know, they told me I got the job. I was just like, "You got step your game up, woman."
0: Yeah. I was oh like, yeah. I was
1: like, "You can't be letting Ben run the show now." I like, "This this department's been ran by by me, a woman, for like the past two and a half years." I was like, "We can't let it go back to the man, man."
0: Yeah, I think I think Ben and EJ oh, yeah. will hold it down. Oh, and, yeah, they and will. I, but I hope them two and Mo, I hope they get out of there, man. Cause dude, I'm telling you, dude, that department until that dude is there.
1: It's second it's shift. It's in trouble,
0: man. I'm telling you.
1: And just being on second shift. I mean, you ain't got no life. I feel like I've been drained. I've been pulling, you know, 12-hour shifts. Just, to, you know, get a little bit extra cash. And, oh, man, I'm getting ready to go in at 2 today.
0: Yeah. But well, hey, congrats getting the promotions.
1: It pays a dollar and a half more than what I'm making now. So, I mean.
0: Yeah, third shift's a bitch to get used to. But I'm a if out you anyway. can get used to it, yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But, Letty, the Super Bowl is set
1: oh shit
0: if no roman numerals didn't piss me off enough and uh, <laughs> i would i would tell you which one of, well, i'm thinking it's uh who care? i don't know but anyway <laughs> uh so the first game we had uh the rams took on the saints yeah. winner goes to the super bowl really this game i was kind of torn because I I like the Saints here, even though, hey, man, it'd be cool to see somebody new. I've been avid. Hey, I want to see some new people in the Super Bowl. The Rams did pull it out. But on a very controversial call, imagine that. a ref screwed over an important game. And, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of these calls, you know, they could be on the fence or they're just so the camera angle, whatever it may be you really can't tell so it's just kind of speculation this was blatant pass interference the saints drove down the field they were down by three yeah. and really man the saints they blew a lo- blew it a lot toward the end of this game the second half i mean really they should have had this game hands down but they kind of drove down the field i think there was like 20 some seconds left they were on their ten ran the ball a couple times they threw a pass and it was blatant pass interference i I mean the guy was practically laying on top of the dude they didn't call it they end up having to kick a field goal it goes into overtime and drew beast throws an interception the rams get it the rest is history but so congrats to the rams though you can't hate man they have a really good team and and i you know i picked them to even beat this next team the next game we had was the patriots took on the chiefs and you know me and you were hoping oh, yeah. it'd be the rams and the chiefs but unfortunately the patriots who you know let's be honest they're paying some fucking money, sons <laughs> of bitches No, they it was a good game though good back and forth game but they pulled it out 37 to 31 so we have the patriots and the rams Oh, in yeah. the Super Bowl, so uh, who you picking, lady?
1: I want the Rams to win.
0: Yeah, I oh, do, man.
1: too. Like, I mean, like you said, seeing someone new win, it, it'd be nice. And <laughs> to beat be it nice. at
0: all, the Rams.
1: Oh, yeah, the Rams. I mean, I mean
0: they're, they're, they were one of them teams for the longest time that were know. just counted out yeah. at the yeah, start they, of the they, season. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like no the one, Browns. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, I mean, getting to see, you know, at least one n- new team in the Super Bowl, you know, it's nice to see because, I mean, what patriots have been going to the super bowl yeah they they're How like long? the alabama of the yeah. nfl
0: yeah. but you i mean like again you don't want to hate man they they play hard they get there you can't really hate on them too yeah. bad i mean i don't like them personally just because of some controversial stuff yeah. but the rams have a good team but they did start pretty bad like i think the saints at one point were up I don't think it was 20 points, but I'm wanting to say 14 or 17 points at one. So they had to battle back, but they did. And uh, I don't know. I don't think the Patriots are as good as the Saints. So I think the Rams will win. I do think it'll be close. But then again, if it turned out to be a blowout but i just i don't know i don't think the patriots will pull this just one be out. another
1: huge upset like the whole damn <laughs> yeah, <Alabama> but, game.
0: <laughs> yeah but with them you never know man yeah. the patriots sometimes they'll come out and they'll just play lights out so it's gonna be a hell of a game and uh gonna be interesting to see who pulls it out yeah that's just something i felt like we oh, yeah. needed to, to talk about it. and you know last thing here uh telling you before the show i looked into this asmr like i've heard a lot about it oh yeah but i didn't really know a whole lot in detail as far as like we were talking the people eating because what it is i guess asmr for those who don't know is people that talk into the mic like like they just talk about stuff like this
1: oh yeah they, they set their mic settings like super yes. super high so i mean if just how we're normally talking it would feel like we're yelling in your ears yes so they get real close and whisper yeah and they'll they'll take they'll take objects that you know People like the sounds of like like crunching, triggers yeah, is what they yeah, like, call them. Yeah, they'll take like crunching paper or uh, they'll take like little combs and like run their fingers across them. Just hearing those sounds like really you get
0: tingles. Yeah, it
1: goes right into your ear. But yeah, like the people who eat and sit there and get really close, and you hear their lips smacking.
0: And oh, I've seen some with like chicks with their titties hanging out and all that. Which hey, look, I'm not gonna lie because see, I have a I have a problem sleeping. And I ain't gonna lie, I like, you know, they call it getting the tingles. I like to be relaxed and stuff like that. I mean, hell, man, it's a stressful time for a lot of us. Some of them really worked.
1: Yeah, They really did, man. Some of them I like, you know, the sounds too, especially like, you know, like the whole paper crumbling or when people like get really close to fresh snow and they start sticking their finger in that. Yeah. That little crunching sound, I can understand that, but you you know, people who watch the videos of like the half-naked chicks eating food with their lips smacking, it's just... You know she's half naked for the views, yeah. And the whole eating part, I just don't get.
0: But you know, as far as a, a community, as far as a YouTube community, probably one of the best, most positive I've seen. Like uh, there was one girl. Now this chick was, you know, she had come from drug addiction, yeah. And she had come on there and talked about how a- her dad and then ASMR kind of saved her life. She even got a dope tattoo, of oh, uh, yeah? like this microphone. It was pretty cool and she had talked about how it really changed her life, and a lot of them, man, like most I've seen, I don't think I've seen any under 50,000 subscribers. Like, most of them had 500, you know, And yeah. but the comments were a lot of a, a real positive, and you could see something like that, seeing a lot of people come on there and run oh, yeah. their mouth, but you really don't see that, and I respect that, man, because I guess for me, you, it, a lot of people may look at it sexual. I, I didn't i like to just like i said i'm one of them people I mean, i like to be real relaxed oh, yeah. and
1: it's soothing
0: yeah it's soothing and it <laughs> surprisingly it kind of somewhat helped me sleep like uh, i noticed that i did sleep later now again it could just be you know kinsley stayed up later at yeah. uh, cer- certain nights but i don't know it was just something i wanted to kind of talk about and see if you know what you thought about yeah. it and uh it's actually it's actually pretty relaxing i don't know if anybody out there's tried it if you have let us let us know what you think about it because i'm kind of curious to see those that have checked oh, yeah. it out what
1: what are your triggers what do you like to listen to really yeah really closely
0: yeah I, 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 like i said i've seen some on there that were pretty interesting there's this one chick it looked like she had two circus midgets in her shirt <laughs> big, big old titties <laughs> just hanging i'm like okay she wasn't really on there acting sexual yeah is it? now there was a couple i seen that were and they were uh, i've seen some people call them out but but anyway letty who are you shouting out this week
1: my shout outs this week uh, of course i gotta always shout out ruby uh we get to spend a little bit extra time with her today because schools are out and (laughs) she woke me up this morning at like 10 till 8 and she goes mom mom why ain't I at school and Uh I was like I look at her I go oh shit we gotta start getting ready starts Uh freaking out a little bit and I lay back down she goes mom we gotta get to school I was like no baby I was like you're out today lay back down (laughs) she goes oh I don't have school today I was like nah sweetie so (laughs) she rolls over and goes back to sleep but (laughs) I mean it was great I was gonna you know Trying to a little a little bigger prank on her, but it, it didn't get to work out because you know everybody was asleep. But yeah. getting to spend that extra little you know few hours with her it's always great. Uh, gotta give a shout out to DT. I mean, without this, without him, I wouldn't have had this opportunity. It's been you know a great ride, and I'm
0: great ride. You know, I'm
1: excited to see where the Ready Set Show podcast goes. Oh yeah. Uh, gotta give a shout out to all the friends and family who listen to this every week. Uh, without I mean without y'all we you know we wouldn't be doing this because you know we do it for y'all to enjoy and to entertain y'all you know it's just it's just great and especially you know our friends that get on here and talk that's always those are always one hell of an episode Those, those are some of my favorites you know gotta give a shout out to the listeners you know the ones we don't know personally but i mean we're you know we're small but you know we're gonna get big one day yes and We'll, we'll always remember the people who's been here from the first. You know, DT's always saying it all the time. And y'all are really special to us and couldn't ask for a better fan base than what we got here. DT, who are you shouting out?
0: Me. I got to thank my beautiful family. And I, I say it a lot, man. Times are tough right now. Not just for my family, but for a lot of people. Oh, so. Yeah. It's good we're sticking together and oh man stress is a bitch but my family they always keep my head strong and keep me moving along
1: oh yeah
0: did you hear that rhyme oh hell yeah <laughs> dropping <laughs> dope mean, roms, man i drop those bars you gotta thank letty i agree with you man it's one hell of a ride and it's only gonna get better oh yeah we stay consistent and i'm proud of us man yeah. i don't care how many i mean uh, you know yeah we're small but i'm just proud of all the accomplishments we've had oh yeah so we got, we've
1: yeah. put in some hella work we have and
0: uh got to thank drama b man like i said it was good to finally talk to her and uh i hate that she's going through what she's going through but we got to shout out drama and guys if you've got a small business you're just starting up a business or if you feel like you're getting overcharged by your current provider uh, if you anything online marketing i'm telling you our friend drama works her ass off i mean even though she's got a lot going on man she's still putting in work monday through saturday probably works sunday too if you want good affordable prices she will create you the best website keep in touch with you has a blog to kind of keep all her customers in the loop she likes to develop relationships with her customers definitely check her out at socialpoint24.com if you want to speak with her further hit her up at her gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com as always we thank you drama thank you ma'am gotta thank the homeboys at greenville vapor they take care of us for vaping wise man you know hey man it's good to, sometimes man yeah vape shops are a little more pricey but you know it's good to have those personal relationships and those guys oh, yeah. truly give a shit about helping people quit smoking and for that we gotta thank them gotta thank <laughs> kellen keller i gotta always gotta shout kellen out man he, he's a good dude i really i really need to call and talk to him man I, it's been way too long but i gotta thank him for inspiring me to do this podcast and lastly, the listeners, man. We can't thank you guys enough for all the support. We will never forget you guys. And, uh, you know, man, we're just having fun doing this. And we appreciate you guys so much. And, uh, Letty, before we hop into uh, real talk here, I forgot, I don't know why I forgot to mention this, guys. As you all probably heard, we have a new intro for the show. Now, I know we said that one, that groovy one. We said, ah, we'll probably touch it up. I really like the one we have now. I feel like it fits our style. It fits us better. And this would be the one we're sticking with. We love it. And at the first of the show, we kind of had a little sound check. And Kinsley, (laughs) sometimes when I'm checking the mic, I actually added while Letty was here. But before she gets here, we'll check the mics. And Kinsley will be like, check, check. So I had to throw that in there. All right, on Real Talk.
1: Real Talk. Real Talk. Real
0: talk. Talk that's real. I'm
1: going to get for Rizzle up in
0: Hizzle. (laughs) For Shizzle, my (laughs) hizzle. Shane Dawson, we're uh, both big fans. Uh, Your roommate uh, Kristen's a huge fan. Oh, definitely. Uh, This guy, I'm telling you, when it comes to YouTube documentaries, and really outside of YouTube, this guy, Letty, he's the cream of the crop. Oh, he
1: is. He's an amazing guy. and I mean, he's been on YouTube since, like, YouTube started.
0: Yeah, I mean, every, from the Jeffree Star, from the Tana, I don't want to pronounce her last name. <laughs> to from the Jake Paul though, the Jake Paul man, I like Shane because he gets down to the to the truth to the oh, end yeah, of it, the nitty gritty. I just really feel like though he missed the mark on Jake Paul, but it was a good documentary. Don't get me wrong, it was damn good. But he has a new documentary coming out where I guess he's exposing a fake yeah, couple, a
1: fake couple or some shit like that.
0: Now he, I guess, was on drama alert. Keemstar ran this story and kind of talked a little bit about it, and then I guess he spoke with Shane further and he sent him another trailer for it. So I think this is going to be a good one, Letty. What, what do you think on it?
1: Oh man, I mean, I know, I know, Kristen is excited for it because she was like, "Shit, what's the date?" And I'm like, I'm "Like the 21st." Why? And she goes, "Damn it, it don't come out to the 30th." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Shane Dawson's new video. I'm excited for it." So. She's this excited. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm kind of stoked to watch because, you know, for me, when it comes, you know, YouTube videos, a lot of the main creators I watch, their, their stuff's getting a little stale for me. Yeah. So, I mean, getting ready to watch this new documentary that's about to come out, you know, I'm, I'm really excited for it, and I, I can't wait.
0: Uh, this next one, I didn't actually put this in the show notes, but this just hit me that we need to talk about. I don't know if you heard this, but rice gum in response to H3H3 kind of calling him out about everything, ran his mouth about Ella, Ethan's wife, yeah. saying, oh, oh, th- th- oh this guy seems depressed and the reason he's probably depressed is because his wife is boring.
1: Oh my God. I mean,
0: look, man, Gum, this guy is the biggest piece of human trash. He is. I-, I mean, literally, this dude has so much bad karma coming for him that I hope it beats him down and then bends him anyway. I just hate to. I cannot stand this kid. But H3 H3 actually come out with a video and fired back, and he he had this little song because you know, kind of like oh, a yeah. diss track. Yeah. And it was funny as hell. Oh,
1: was I didn't I started watching the video, but I kind of you know I fell asleep watching it, so I didn't get to see that part.
0: He he kind of fires back and he's like, you know, dude, all you really care about is money and clout, and you want to talk about women? I got a great wife you have to pay girls to like you <laughs> that's the only way they like you and uh you you know when that money runs out the only thing you're gonna be eating is fried rice oh, shit. and it was i mean for for ethan Klein, i mean come on man yeah it was pretty good i mean yeah I
1: mean, if, if you've seen this guy the guy who does h3h3 i mean that's some bars man some i mean it, it was it was there. funny <laughs>
0: And he handled it really well. Like, he didn't come on there angry, pissed off. I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. You know, he come on there and made, it, made a joke about it. Didn't let it phase him. He just fired back. Like, okay, yeah. well, you can say that. Rice gum. You can tell he was just sitting there, like, and he was playing clips from Rice gum on Logan Paul's podcast. Like, oh, I'm sorry for what I did, but I got the bag. Yeah, He's oh, just a scumbag, dude. And he's lost a lot of listeners, and he deserves it. And I hope he... Ne- I hope he's banned off of YouTube, and we never hear from Rice Gums bomb ass again. I really do.
1: Oh yeah, that that would be nice not to ever hear from him again.
0: You know what, real this whole real talk, guys, is all. If I hope you're YouTube fans, because. <laughs> Next order of business, uh, we talked about one Paul brother, Logan Paul, that he's gonna be gay (laughs) for a a whole month.
1: Man, yeah, uh, I was I was watching PewDiePie's uh, his Pew news that he does. Oh my God, it's great. If you if you haven't watched PewDiePie's Pew news, yes, it's awesome. It's hilarious. Uh, He he was like, and an oopsie that we got from the Paul brother, because I mean, you know, PewDiePie was like, maybe maybe Logan's changed a little bit. You know, he's wearing his merch, and then. Yeah, comes out on his podcast and goes "Male Only March," and you know he's basically saying he's going to be gay just for a month. Yeah, and you know he's got he's got some people you know giving him backlash about it because you know everybody's like, a homosexuality it's not a choice you know they're they're yeah, born I mean. that way and people's like oh, it's all disrespectful and shit, and I'm, you know, PewDiePie gave one good thing in his video that he said was, if it, if it really bothers you this much, why give it so much negative attention? Why not just ignore him, and, you know, he'll go away? Yeah,
0: exactly. And, I mean, I don't think it's fair, because now what he's doing, is shitting on gay people. Like, yeah. you can't just, you know, oh, be gay. I and mean, I don't know, maybe he's meaning a positive, and, you know, man, Logan Paul, to me, like, he started a podcast and I, I i had that little glimpse of respect starting to come back yeah. and then it's just like these guys they give you every reason in the world to hate them oh, man yeah. They, yeah, they really do they,
1: they really do and uh you know there was other things that that pews brought up he was just like you know he's trying to make a thing of where everybody's like doing these know something month yeah <laughs> and because where his uh his fan base is younger people yeah you know they're just saying you know examples for them but I, I agree with PewDiePie. You know, stop giving them the negative attention. Stop giving them the attention and just, you know, ignore yes, them.
0: exactly. And they need to realize, look, y'all got a younger fan base. Y'all, I mean, 8 to 15. And yeah. now, look, if there's a kid that may, may feel like he's gay and that pushes him to kind of come out, whatever, and he does it and everything's positive, cool. But don't sit over here and call some kid, you know, Whatever it may be. I mean, it could turn into a negative. Yeah,
1: there's always a chance for stuff uh, turning into negatives, and...
0: Exactly. If if you
1: don't like it, ignore it. I mean, I'm not... I mean, I bash on country music all the time, but I'm not out here listening to it all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, when it comes to shit like this, I mean, ignore it, and all the negative tension. I mean, negative tension is still attention. Yeah. And any time you bring it, it's still going to stay relevant.
0: Really, and that's the thing. These guys, they don't think about that and they don't care they just look at views they want money yeah and and the sad part about it is is they pretty much (laughs) they admit this and they clearly show this yeah but yet people i don't know man i don't get some of the some of these people that these this generation likes it's weird I mean, why do you want to support people that clearly don't care and shit on you and are going to steer you in the wrong way? Oh yeah, way? definitely.
1: I don't, I, I don't get it either, and I would I just wish you would quit.
0: I do too, and
1: they're 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 using all of these amazing platforms that you know have been have came over the past you know like yep. ten years, and now, you know they're just basically shitting on them.
0: They really are. And they then, really are. And
1: then the, they put out all this you know in my in my opinion worthless content. And it just, you know, bring, brings the whole the whole channels and all this shit down.
0: Really? And speaking of worthless con- uh, content, our last one here is from the Ace Family, another big kind of family vlog YouTubers. And, you know, man, I, w- I was hoping... I don't really know how you take this any other way but what it is. I watched a video to where pretty much it was the Ace family. I'm sorry, I don't really watch these people enough to care about them. They pull so many scumbag moves that I don't really want to get to know them. But pretty much the dad brought his daughter in, and I'm going to say she's probably around, I'm going to say probably four or five years old, might be six at most. I don't know what story was in, but next thing you know his daughter's holding a dick sucker and uh, oh literally a sucker and you know he's sitting here like oh you want that sucker and i'm thinking surely this dude like yeah. immediately i would have grabbed it hey what are you doing i would have like,
1: grabbed it and thrown it and been like what What sucker
0: yeah he buys it for her
1: that's that's low
0: he says put this in the bag and never show a thing like why the fuck would you do this
1: yeah i mean especially if your kid's that young i mean for one uh-huh. Why, well, I don't know what story is in. I mean, it could be, you know, like a Spencer's or something. But why is your kid that far in the yeah. back to find this shit?
0: Exactly. Because,
1: I mean, at least, I mean, I've brought Ruby into the Spencer's, but we stay up where the shirts and stuff are. And she, yeah. lo- and she looks at the jewelry with me. Because, I mean, her her taste in jewelry is about the same as mine. I yeah. mean, she likes the little hoops That's and cool. shit. That's cool. And I'm just like, why bring your kid that far back or let them wander off that far back and pop up with this
0: i mean these people they have like uh cabos a youtuber i watched they have like merch with shirts of their kids on them they have one wallpapers of one of his wife pregnant see
1: that's that's kind what of creepy f- that, that's creepy in my opinion because i mean the last thing i want is a picture or well, a shirt that's got like my daughter's face on it for anybody to buy ex- ex- if, if it's just for me or like for her dad or family members, that's one thing, but
0: who ho- would wear it? Exactly. who the hell would buy that shirt? <laughs> creeps Yes, creeps and they have to know that and it's like, dude, what are you doing? and they're the ones I don't know if you remember a while back they said their house got broke into turns out everything was fake they hired cops to come to their house yeah dude like it was a whole big deal it turned out to be fake i i don't know they're weird and then they apparently had a charity auction last thing we'll kind of talk about uh they had a charity auction basketball game and the i guess the the, whoever won they were going to donate a hundred thousand dollars to i'm assuming their charity or they may have had a charity Well, it turned out the winner only got $75,000. So then I've seen a YouTuber kind of go over what they made yeah. and everything and said, you know, these guys probably made 500 grand off of this. Like, where, where's the rest of this money? And they're going over here acting like they're doing this big... Which, hey, man, look, $75,000 to charity. That's awesome. Yeah. But then the the da- the dude goes on, I guess, Instagram Live, and he starts explaining... I guess he had maybe heard people calling him out about it. So he starts, he goes, well, you guys may not be good at math, so let me break it.
1: Oh my lord. Like,
0: why do you people let these type of people be famous? Why do y'all do it? Why do we have to suffer? Because you all have bad taste. Like, I cannot stand these people. All they give a shit about is money. They constantly are finessing you guys, and you all just keep putting him on a pedestal.
1: Yeah, I
0: I don't get it, man.
1: I mean, that's just how YouTube and platforms like that are just going, and you know that's where they're heading these days, and it pisses me off because a lot of the people that I watch now, you know, they they do charity live streams at least once or twice a month. With them, at least I know if I decide to donate to them, it'll go to that charity. Because, I mean, hell, Markiplier's raised over, I want to say, he's close to like mi- a million, million. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like well over a million dollars in charity. Same with Jacksepticeye and the Game Grumps. I mean, at least with them, we know all their shit, all the money yes. they raise goes to it. Yeah. And then with these, you know, they're getting sketchy. It makes me second guess donating anymore.
0: Uh, it's like, it's charity. Yeah. I mean, if you can give seventy-five, go ahead and throw that extra 25000 make it $100,000. There's a lot of suspect stuff about the Ace family, much like Rice Gum, much like Logan Paul. I just don't get why we all don't just get together and say, "Look, enough is enough." I mean, once you're promoting gambling to kids, you're you're over here exploiting gay people. Yeah. I mean, enough is enough, man. You're letting your little kid buy a dick sucker. I mean, come dude, on, dude.
1: That that's fucking low. Cause that, I, I mean, mean it you know.
0: is, and I don't, don't get why this guy bought it for that number huh. one and, and why you would let this go out what do you think people are going to think oh that's funny
1: no it's not funny it's fucking disgusting and makes me want to punch you in the throat
0: i don't know man they're sick they're twisted and guys enough is enough yeah, this enough has enough. got to stop all right letty on music,
1: music.
0: down. Soldier boy, tell him.
1: He tell just, him. He, he Keep fucking telling somebody him. Somebody needs so, to tell him to shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah, really. Soldier boy, I'm guessing he feels he isn't relevant enough anymore.
1: Which, which he ain't. He needs yeah. to stay that way.
0: And he somehow started making music again. I personally don't know a hit he's made. He went on the Breakfast Club.
1: Yeah.
0: Did an interview, had millions mm-hmm. of views. They're saying this one may have surpassed Takashi six nine. But he goes on there, and every time... They kind of confronted him about stuff. One being, hey, let's talk about some of the lies and stuff like that that he's been known to tell over the years. One, like, I guess where he was saying it was our $400 He tried to lie about it at first, and then, you know, Charlemagne kind of (laughs) kept pressing him, and he goes, oh, well, millions is millions. And Charlemagne's like, "No, no, soldier boy, that ain't how it works. Well, then they just he was talking about he made the biggest comeback so then they go over here tyga actually has made the biggest comeback yeah the numbers prove it yeah so they're like well soldier boy what have you come back from the guy just couldn't name anything it's like he's (laughs) the biggest bullshitter ever so then when they prove it he gets mad and starts talking shit about tyga this is what soldier boy does when you prove him wrong then they go on to talk about drake and he goes drake which has now become a meme that will be going on for the next god knows how long <laughs> and he just every time they mentioned somebody's name soldier boy said oh he copied me and according oh, to soldier boy he put everybody on he he said ariana grande was copying his style now he did prove a song and he did prove, he actually proved by his lyrics back in yeah. the day that Drake did take them. But it doesn't matter, man. Drake's bigger than you. Tyga's yeah. bigger than you. And you can, you know, it's like Adam 22 was saying. It's like, yeah, you know, because boy Boy's saying he created the social media yeah. and all that. And Adam Tony Two's like, okay, but yeah, you did that. Now everybody's doing it. It's become normal. Yeah. So nobody gives a shit that you did it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No one cares. I mean, ever ever since you made the the Soldier Boy song, no, you've been irrelevant ever since then. That was like what 06, 07?
0: Yeah, and he's. I guess one YouTuber was calling him out. He said, "I've had many a number one hits. Who ain't had a number one hit?" Yeah. And then Angela used like, uh, "A lot of." Artists haven't yeah. had soldier boys yeah. only had one, yeah. He's only had one, cranked that, and then he said, I'm the reason he even went as far as to say that the reason the breakfast club had cameras and everything was because of him. Oh my lord! And it's like, so now you know, I've created another meme where you know, anytime anything happens, you just say, Soldier Boy made that happen. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. I said, Look, you know, Soldier Boy is the one that created Jesus. (laughs) You know? I mean, because I swear to you, Letty, everything he said, he made it happen.
1: He made it happen.
0: I don't know. The guy kills me. This is another guy. That was allowed to be famous now, and you can tell, dude. He wore—he's been wearing this Gucci headband. Soldier boy, retire that headband, yes, please. Do it,
1: please, and just retire in general and yeah. get out of the spotlight before you end up homeless.
0: Yeah, somebody was <laughs> talking shit about it. I wish I could remember the comment <laughs> somebody made about that headband, but it, it, I mean, it was just like he was on there just kind of talking shit about everybody. I don't know. And they kind of let him take a little control of that interview. And it's like, then he goes on there and he breaks out his gaming system.
1: Oh, my Lord. These these gaming systems need to quit.
0: So Charlemagne (laughs) immediately goes, yeah, they're saying that shit's counterfeit too. And then here we go. He starts saying, yeah, when a black entrepreneur wants to, uh, you know, first rapper makes a gaming console, yeah, they're going to hate on it. But then there wasn't a lot he could say because he said his lawyer taught him not to say it. His gaming site, soldierwatch.com is currently down. Like, you can't even go on oh, to it. Oh, shit. And it, so pretty much he's blaming it on race over his fucking shitty game system exactly. that he clearly copied.
1: Yeah, it's like, no, man, you, you, you copied Nintendo, and now you've copied uh, Sony. I mean, you you show me a rip fucking PS Vita that you're selling yeah. on sale for $100, yep. and I can just go buy a legit... PS Vita for that. Yeah. And that's when it's on sale because apparently he was selling them for like $200 and then selling them half off. And I'm just like, Yep. What the hell? I mean, dude, you got off lucky with Nintendo. Sony's probably going to rip you a new asshole because this is the second time you've done it.
0: Yeah, they're not going to send you a cease and desist. Nintendo was lucky to do that. And it goes on to pretty much say, talks about the iphones he says okay well they make them for twenty dollars they bring them over here and sell them and he says who's the real bad guy here i started laughing i was like what does that have to do with you putting out a shitty game system it's like you're just trying to steer people away from the fact you're a piece of shit
1: exactly he's like what else what else kind of bullshit excuse can i come up with
0: hey man we know the iphones are overpriced But we're not on here talking about the off-brand Soldier Boy iPhone.
1: Yeah, you
0: created a shitty game system that multiple tech reviewers went on and debunked as shitty systems. Number one, they also proved that it's a China knockoff. You just threw your name on. Yeah, you you took games from Nintendo, uh, Sega, whatever, and claimed them as your own and didn't get a license. Yeah, what the hell does that have to do with your skin color? What's that got to do with Apple? you know apple is a licensed company yeah, he's, dude. he's gonna
1: come up there and be like you know what else is bad drug cartels but you know y'all are attacking me I mean, yeah like...
0: exactly <laughs> you know i mean it's it's ridiculous
1: I, I just can't wait to see what the hell this supposed this supposedly hoverboard he's coming out with oh he's my been the god soldier board. i mean are they gonna be like what they were in the beginning and just immediately catch fire whenever you start riding
0: on <laughs> i w- won't ride it i want to live a little longer <laughs> and soldier boy don't care and he's just clearly making money and it was just so funny to hear Charlemagne call him out and you could tell they were trying to be cool and they could have probably pressed him a lot harder but yeah. you know they're just like yeah this dude's gonna lie and bullshit anything we say anyway but that's kind of something to talk about uh then we got here the i heart alter ego i guess I'm, I'm not sure i don't think this is a tour it may be but i know it was a hell of a show and just kind of wanted to go over the lineup here a lot of great bands that i i really wish i could have attended this show man i'm i'm telling you dude oh, i've yeah. been missing so many good concerts but we got 21 pilots huge fan oh, of them yeah. uh the killers you a huge oh, fan yeah, of they're, they're great, they're I a love great the band. Killers. i'm a huge fan of muse they oh, yeah, they were on really there. good yeah and then one of my all-time favorites weezer
1: oh was shit. here and so then I you can. got rise
0: against I mean dude that's a hell of a lineup oh yeah now. that is it was so funny because it says uh 21 pilots brings the jokes they set a car on fire then you go on down here and it says uh tom morello comes out and uh shreds a guitar with his teeth on rise against set so that that would be sick oh, and this fuck yeah. this just sounds like a good show lady
1: oh yeah it just sounds like an amazing show that you know i'd love to see cars set on fire and then people shredding guitars with their teeth
0: man i'm telling you this is going to be already, and we're up to May in the concerts we've seen. and oh, man, yeah, it, there's already been some legendary lineups.
1: Oh yeah, I'm I'm excited for what 2019 has to come for concert was.
0: I mean, we're already off to a hell of a start. Oh yeah, who you listen to us weekly?
1: This week, I got in the the mood to listen to like some, I guess you could say older older stuff for me. And what what's better than some electro pop punk with a little bit of screams in it so this week i'm listening to uh, breathe carolina breathe carolina is an american electric dance music duo from denver colorado they're currently composed of david schmidt and tommy cooperman finally some names i can pronounce
0: pronounce.
1: Uh, the band performed in 07 uh, they formed in 07 and have released four albums and nine eps this band when i first found them i was in like eighth eighth grade so Mm -hmm. I mean my taste in music was just now starting to develop to what I listen to mainly today and for them it was kind of weird because it started out of like this poppy music and then Nasu comes in screaming and I was like holy shit I love them and you know, I took a little break from them listening to them. Once I got to them, I, uh, Kristen started listening to them a couple weeks ago, and you know, I started listening to them again. It just made me fall in love with them over again. Uh, three songs I got for you this week. The first one is the one that I fell in love with. It was a Hello Fascination. It, it really shows you how, they, how they've how evolved from, like, oh, oh 09 all the way up to now Uh, because, you know, he's got some screams, the pop-punk feel. I mean, it's just an all-around nice, upbeat song you get to listen to. Second song I got for you, it's uh, Shots Fired. It's more of a mellow song, and it's still got the electronics in it, and it's just great. The uh, the last song I got for you, uh, I just now, I found it about last week when I started listening to their full album. It's called I Don't Know What I'm Doing. And detail. I mean, who does? Yeah, know? DT was just like, is, is that seriously the name of the song? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, yes, it is. Because, I mean, the chorus of it, it breaks down into, like, this, this crazy uh, just all electronic thing, and it just goes, I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I know mm-hmm. how to do it. So, I mean, that, that right there just made that just an amazing song for me. So I advise you to go check them three songs out. Honestly, check out anything by them, everything I've heard mm-hmm. I've loved. They've done songs with uh, Danny Warstock from Asking Alexandria and Tyler Carter. So they, they got a nice little variety of music, and you can tell their changes through their albums, and they're only just getting better. Let's go check out Breathe, Carolina. DT, who you listen to this week?
0: Me, I got a great band that. I mean, I've been listening to them for a few years now, but Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, hell yeah. Or BMTH.
1: BMTH! To the hardcore
0: fan base. Uh, (laughs) They're an English rock band from Sheffield, South Yorkshire. Formed in 2004, the group now consists of vocalist Oliver Sykes, a.k.a. Ollie, guitarist lee malia bassist matt keen drummer matt nichols and keyboardist jordan fish not not too shabby not
1: too shabby uh
0: i've been a big fan of bring me the horizon and a lot of these top bands they kind of mesh and sound the same but i always thought bring me the horizon would be a band that kind of stood out and would go far and still oh, yeah. going today man and and ollie sykes do love the guys vocals he tears it up and live they are a hell of a band live i I really enjoy these guys but three songs i got for you of course shadow moses aka simp Simp eternal
1: oh fuck yeah
0: great song a lot of these are their older ones because they're just the ones i favorite a lot of their new stuff's good it's just i'm not as familiar with it currently but blessed with a curse is my second one and chelsea smile diamonds are are, Uh, what
1: is it uh diamonds aren't forever so aren't forever
0: like that. that's another good one too but uh definitely check out breathe carolina and bring me the horizon if you haven't uh definitely let us know if you guys maybe have a favorite song by either band let us know oh yeah
1: let us know
0: definitely all right on to the dumbass and badass so the week and uh you know me letty spaghetti freddy teddy <laughs> i like to lead off on I'll this take one take the reins zt so, for my dumbass this week, we'll go to none other than Soldier Boy. I mean, need we say why? And I mean, uh, <laughs> on, top of the, on top of the many reasons we talked about earlier, uh, you, you know, this dude is just clearly in denial. He's, he, he's clearly fading out. And, you know, look, man, Soldier Boy early on, he, he did a lot, man. He did. He really set the tone social media wise and all that. And oh, that's yeah. cool. But if you put on a lot of these people and they copied you and all this and all that, you should have copyrighted it, had these guys in court, and got your money. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know now he's got a record label and he's signed in a bunch of artists that I'm sure none of us will care about. If he signs a good artist, cool. I'm sorry, man. I just think Soldier Boy is an arrogant prick, and just when everybody gave him a chance... He just does. He's just like he's like the Jake oh, yeah. Paul and he Logan Paul the rap scene. Yeah, and the Rice Gum. I mean, he's just an asshole. And you know, I'm saying, I just I'm tired of hearing about the guy. I'm not fooled by it. I don't believe none of his bullshit, so I, I'm done with him. He's just—he's an idiot, yeah. and I, I don't—I really shouldn't yeah. even be talking about him. As for my badasses, week, bad yeah, it's gonna go to the school I'm currently attending online.
1: Oh yeah,
0: uh, Southern New Hampshire University (SNHU). The Penmen—I <laughs> wish we had a different name, but I'll, I'll go with it. Um, pretty much, I get an email the other day and you know i'm sitting here wondering hey man and i'm getting ready to get a financial aid yeah. reimbursement where pretty much you know they give it whatever's left over after you pay for your classes and stuff yeah. but i get an email man and i thought this is really cool you know the government shutdown that we're gonna kind of talk about later uh they basically have 1.5 million dollar fund to help those families who will be affected so pretty much like if your mom works for the government or gets a government check yeah. And she's going to be affected by this. If you provide proof and everything and sign up, they're going to help you. I mean, dude, I think that's awesome, and I think I think this needs to happen more around the board because, man, look—you're messing with people's money, and we'll get into this later. But for that, SNHU, you're my badass badass of the week, week. Letty. I know you don't have a dumbass this week. I
1: do not. That's nice. That's a a good. That's
0: nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm tired of doing my repeat dumbass. I've probably I've shit on them uh, way too much, but this week I only got a badass, Badass. badass. and it's got to go out to my coworker Roger. I mean I've I've mentioned him before in past uh, episodes but shout
0: out to Roger. Oh
1: yeah, big shout out to Roger. This guy and I mean he, he's 50. He doesn't act like you're a normal 50-year-old. Yeah. He gets out, he's one of the most energetic people on the line. Even when I'm having a bad day, he's over there. He, he sits there and he shakes his ass like a white girl.
0: He wow. gets down,
1: just try. He tries to uplift everybody's mood, and he takes care of his family. That's his yeah. number one priority. Yeah. He, uh, he pulled sixty-eight hours this past week at work. Wow. He, he pulled every day. We every day I went in early. He was there. He was always the first one to greet me. He's like, "Hey, Miss Charlotte, how are you?" And I'm like, "Good, man. Get ready to go into hell. Are you ready?" He's like, "Oh, man, I'm always ready." But <laughs> this guy, I mean, he's just hands down great guy. He, he's told me about times where he's mm. donated plasma. Dude, that his, sucks. Yeah, he does it to pay for his bills, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this guy will do anything for his family and for that man because I know there's a lot of people out there who will not go to the wits that he does. Roger, you're my you're badass, badass. The week.
0: I know, given Plasma, like, those of y'all who maybe haven't, they pretty much, you sit in this chair. There's a lot of other people doing it around you, and they put this needle on your arm, and you just got to sit there for, I think, like an hour or two. Yeah. And I think it depends on... Your weight, how they give you the money. But, dude, it's a pain in the ass.
1: Oh Yeah, he he came into work and he was just like, he's like, I went and donated again. And I'm like, damn, man.
0: Yeah, dude, I respect the people that do that. All right, Letty. Original Original Gamers. Oh geez, man, we had a lot go on last week, dude. Uh, we're going to be recording pretty much Mondays now. Occasionally, we'll probably do a Sunday or yeah. a Saturday show. So when I say last week, that's why. Uh, but lady, we had a lot go on. First, we'll start here: the MK Mortal Kombat 11 uh, reveal event. I believe a community reveal event. Yeah. I believe they were calling it happened, and they kind of unveiled. Uh, I thought every character, they would just put it out there, but then I kind of started thinking once I saw the, what they did reveal. Yeah. I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense. So, pretty much, pros, uh, they brought some YouTubers. Uh, there was some fans there, but they broke it out. I did catch some of it. So, pretty much, Scarlet is back. Oh, hell yeah. Baraka. Fuck yeah. And, dude, they both look badass. Uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Of course and let's see who they had raiden and dude oh, he man. looks badass and who else am i missing oh sonya blade
1: Sonya, Hell yeah. and
0: that i think i'm telling you letty this gameplay is awesome now they don't have a run mechanic in it
1: anymore there's they no
0: running i don't know if they're gonna add it by the april release and guys mortal yeah. Kombat 11 will be out in april i think they're doing if you pre-order i think everybody will kind of get to play it i'm I, i'm thinking in march and me and letty will be playing this game oh I'm yeah definitely you.
1: will be
0: i done told my fiance i'm buying this game because she's a mortal kombat fan oh, and, yeah. and she'll actually play that and i said honey it'd just be nice for me to tell you to get off the game sometime oh you yeah know?
1: be like listen it's my turn <laughs> yeah
0: and she's a huge mortal kombat fan i mean dude i grew up on mortal kombat same and, here uh so letty let's kind of talk characters you would like to see in the final lineup because we know that when you pre-order you get shao Kahn. yeah uh, now in this in Mortal Kombat 11 they do let you customize. I'm talking about from uh, Scorpion's spear, oh, his shit. mask. You get different. You can add different skins on the characters.
1: That's pretty. That's pretty damn dope.
0: The fatalities I saw were fucking badass. Um, but I wanted to talk with you because we're both used Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. Fans. You've pretty well played all of them up oh, yeah. until MK 11. So. If, if you had to... Let's just name a few who you would like to see. Who who do you who would you like to okay. see?
1: I, I want I want Sindel to come back. Yes, okay. and I think
0: she is. I
1: mean, Sindel... I mean, just that fucking hair whip she, shit she can do is always great. Uh, you know, like how they always have their DLC characters. Yeah. I'd love to see the Predator come back.
0: Yeah, well, I... I don't think he'll be back. Now they're talking about Michael Myers and Pennywise.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen where Pennywise might be in there, and that that'd be pretty fucking dope.
0: I, I don't think Predator, Alien, Jason, and uh, Leatherface uh, they won't be
1: back. Yeah, probably not. I mean, uh, we, we we had them in the last game. Yeah,
0: but Predator I, was good. He was he one was. I like. I, I used Alien too. I can't forget Alien. I used oh, yeah. him a lot. Uh, Freddy's been in it before. We won't yeah. see him. Yeah, we
1: won't see Freddy again. I, I,
0: I'd like to see Melina.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to have
0: Melina. Uh, Let's see. I want to see Cassie Cage back.
1: Oh, yeah. Having Cassie back. I mean, I I always thought it was great having Cassie and Johnny face each other.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of people are thinking that... In this game, either Sonya and Johnny or Johnny or Sonya will probably die because Cass- yeah. Cassie Cage will obviously be the future of yeah. the Cage family. And, and I, I love playing her character. I think she's got a lot of great mechanics. She's fast, great fatalities. Um, Cyrax Cyrax, smoke. yeah. Uh, uh, Noob Sa- uh, Cybot. Oh, yeah. I'd like Noob to see King him. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Smoke. Uh, but, you know, they kind of all came together and made Tribor. Yeah. Who was badass. I mean, I like Tribor. Oh, yeah, tri-board. definitely.
1: Uh, uh, Shiva.
0: Shiva, Shiva yeah. and
1: Goro. Oh, man, having them both in, it'd be great, because, I mean...
0: I think she's been rumored to come back. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. If I had to pick, uh, obviously, let's see. You, you'll probably get, like, Katana. I'd like to see Rain come back.
1: Yeah, having Rain come back would be pretty great. Uh, Reptile.
0: Reptile, yeah, he'll probably be back, uh... But it was good to see Baraka come back, man. Uh, but I think all in all, that's it's going to be a great game. Oh yeah, it's uh, going to be
1: great. It's going to have an amazing lineup. I'm, you know, I'm shocked to see, you know, who else they're going to include for DLC characters.
0: Oh yeah, and I'll I'll probably get all of them. But will you purchase the Legendary Edition, lady I don't know if you can.
1: If I can, I definitely will. You
0: damn right. I don't. My fi- see, my fiance can't understand why the games are sixty dollars. It's, she just she, she don't get it
1: well see gaming when whenever I think of gaming gaming is you know it's a hobby but it's one of the most expensive hobbies anybody can have because you know new games gonna be 60 bucks but yeah. if you get you know three four months worth of play time out of it and then once they release the yeah. DLC yeah it's it's just great because I mean I still play games like I said I played Final Fantasy 7 that game came out for the ps1 and i'm still playing that game
0: yeah like don't buy a game if you're just getting it for one reason or whatever like if you're gonna play the game top to bottom put a lot of time into oh, yeah. it yeah spend that money but
1: it's well worth
0: it yeah i'm a big mortal Kombat fan so oh, about yeah. like people call of duty like you know stuff like that but i'm interested to see who the final lineup will oh, be oh yeah you know? i'm
1: excited too all
0: right moving on we got Fortnite. they had another live in-game event And I've never seen any other game do this. Like, they had the live rocket event. They've had a few other. Like, they had a cube event, live in-game. Unfortunately, I missed this one. It pissed me (laughs) off because I set, set like, a thing on my calendar and everything for this. Like, it was ridiculous. And though I got on right at 2, I'd apparently missed it by just, like, 5 minutes. Damn. But the whole map is now covered in snow, which only a little portion was they basically had the ice king come king come out i mean big large figure dude like you could see this dude and he kind of throws a spell and he and he puts snow all over the whole map it's so foggy now you can barely see and now he's brought like we've had kind of zombies before well now these are ice zombies and these little bastards will throw snowballs at (laughs) you and shit shit. yeah dude like they're they're little pricks (laughs) but uh you know it, it it's a crazy thing but the only thing i don't like is like if you go play the regular game i was like solo duo squads yeah. is it's you're already having to deal with other badass players in the game and then now you have to deal with these damn zombies yeah. now usually uh the, and they brought in challenges to where you know you can kind of win a free uh wrap for your guns or you can and when the final when it's all said and done you can win a glider but it's like you gotta do all these challenges, and then deal with all the zombies, all and, zombies the and the damn people, people trying to kill you. And I, here I am getting my ass kicked because, <laughs> dude, the skill level on that game from when I started halfway through season season three till now is insane.
1: Oh yeah, because I mean everybody they just keep playing. It keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So yeah.
0: Our next thing here, old Jack Black, uh, started a YouTube uh, gaming channel oh,
1: Jack Black.
0: jablinski games with his son uh he's pretty much put out five videos <laughs> where in each video he's talking about how they're going to be putting out videos every friday they have yet to put one out they've yet to do a live stream and this dude has got almost four million subscribers.
1: Just because he's Jack Black.
0: And people think it's like a joke. Like, yeah. Is, it, what, like it's people like it'd be funny if he just kept doing that. Like <laughs> dude, every video.
1: That, that that sounds like something Jack Black would do. They're just sitting there, you know. Then you're going to get the people who's going to get pissed and be like, "I want to see him game finally, damn it!" But well,
0: one of them, like he went and I guess he's got pinballs at his house, so he started playing pinball games. And another one, him and his son went to an arcade. Yeah. And. <laughs> he just put out another one. I've yet to watch it, <laughs> but it, it, it's funny. So, uh, and, and by the way, guys, I'm linking all these videos, To all this stuff in the show notes. But um,
1: <laughs> just sitting there, it's just like, guys, we'll be releasing a video of us playing. Because you a know, game a lot of people
0: are, are waiting for it. Oh like, yeah, me included. I mean, a lot. You know, a lot of YouTubers are like. You know, we kind of don't agree with these big stars coming on the platform because this is for, you know, people, you know, like me yeah. and you to be creative and, you know, come on, they've already got a platform, what are we doing? But some people say, well, it could kind of make the platform more known. I, I don't know, it's it's just all about you. To, you know.
1: You yeah, it's just everybody's opinion. I mean, in my opinion, I, I find it hilarious that, you know, he's had you know five videos out about how they're gonna play and he's already got four million (laughs) subs i mean
0: it'll even say at the end of the video uh new videos every friday (laughs) and that's i mean i don't even think they last five minutes each video (laughs) it's funny uh last thing here uh ea games uh who you know they have been over the star wars games they're known for a lot of their sports games madden nba 2 or not nba 2k but uh let's see NBA Live. Yeah. Um, You know, stuff like that. You know, man, I went on there, and I play mobile games as well, and I was there was a Star Wars game that I was going to try, not Galaxy Heroes, but it's called Force Arena. And I was like, I haven't played it in a while. I'm going to go download it and play it. Come to find out it's canceled. Well, then they had another new one on mobile called Rivals. I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll check it out. It, too, was canceled. Well, now, this got me curious. Yeah. So I looked into this, and a lot of people are just talking about how EA Games is really botched making the star wars game like it they really were talking has. about how how uh battlegrounds one and two really yeah. what i mean Battlegrounds two was okay like i was playing it for a while but people were just saying like talking about how it's just they've not really did that yeah. well with it they've not put a lot of marketing into it and and you've kind of caught a little glimpse into it yeah. like what do you think i mean would well, you agree Well, for
1: me yeah i mean they they have you know taken it and it's went downhill because um, I grew up playing. I can't remember which one it was, but I played one on the '64, and then like Knights of the Old Republic and shit like that. But when it when it comes to like what they did with these past two, because yeah. what really pissed me off about the first one that they had, Battlefront One, uh, it didn't even have a fucking story mode.
0: It really did. It
1: didn't. It was all multiplayer, and that's one thing. One thing I don't like because yeah, I love I love multiplayer. I like how it brings the community together and everybody can play you yeah. know with each other and all that, but. You know, sometimes I like to play the game, but I want to. I want a single-player mode. I want to go off. I want a good story with it. I don't want to just have to always be connected because you can't play that game unless you're connected online. Yeah. And you know, not everybody has the internet, so.
0: Oh, uh, it's a big deal. Star Wars is huge. EA, quit fucking up.
1: Yes, please.
0: Come on, give man. Us,
1: give us a good fucking Star Wars I game. I just don't get
0: why you would do Star. Star Wars is huge.
1: Yes, I mean that's probably one of the you know one of their bigger cash cows right there and you go off and you botch it like that you're just leaving everybody with a nasty taste in their mouth they're not going to get the next one like
0: give it to somebody that will do yeah. something with it all right Letty, on to urban dictionary word urban of the week urban and, dictionary. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny I, i'm gonna go ahead you start first
1: all right for me i got government shit down
0: which is what we named yeah, it. yeah. this after. is
1: what we named the episode after yeah it's in a shithole, parenthesis, shithouse, country under one-party rule, but where the ruling party somehow can avoid a government shutdown. Yep. The example I got for y'all, to celebrate the first anniversary of the Trump presidency, the Republicans led the U.S. to a government shutdown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that is true to uh, the full extent. Oh, um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's even true to right now. DT, what do you got?
0: You ever been rooster-clawed?
1: I mean, after you explained it to me. Yes, I have.
0: <laughs> well, when you get rooster clawed, ladies and gentlemen, it's when someone scratches someone else with their toenail. And when you get rooster clawed, it hurts. Oh, yeah, somebody it really Somebody with them big, eagle-toe-ass feet. The <laughs> example I got is, ah, you fucking rooster clawed me again. Trim your disgusting toenails, you lazy asshole. <laughs> Sounds like how my fiancé talks to him. I'm playing. I'm playing. She don't talk to me like that. But I just thought that was funny.
1: We actually got some good ones. This yeah, week. yeah.
0: Actually, there actually was some good ones. All right, on to Story time. Story time. this week, Letty. We're gonna yeah. pay a little homage to some of the most famous paranormal investigators of all time, hands down, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Thank you for agreeing to this, by the way. But want to talk six cases. I'll read three. You read three. Six of their most famous cases and actually one of these will kind of tie into the Thunderdome, which is pretty cool. So everybody has a story to tell. Here's ours. Ed, Ed Lorraine, Lorraine Warren, Warren. Six. 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 Most six. famous six. Case, six. case. So demonologist, authors, lectures, and occult museum owners, Ed and Lorraine Warren are two of the world's most well known paranormal investigators. Their casework much of which was carried out through their New England Society for Psychiatric Research, involved everything from exorcism alongside pre-seances and spirit cleansings to photographic documentation of supernatural events. It also brought them to people and places around the country, resulting in supernatural accounts so disturbing they've inspired numerous box office adaptations. These six Warren family cases caught the country's attention. Number one. When Roger and Carolyn Perrin moved their family, including their five young daughters, to their new 200-acre home in Harrisville, Rhode Island, they were unaware of its allegedly insidious former resident. Originally built in 1736, the country home was once inhabited by Bathsheba Thayer and her four children, three of whom died young. Despite the era's high infant Mortality rates, those deaths, and circumstances around them roused suspicion within the town, resulting in the ostracism of Thayer. Labeled a Satanist by her community members, she allegedly hanged herself in her backyard. While the parent family lived in the home, numerous pleasant ghostly interactions, like spirits playing with the children or helping to do the chores, were reported but were so dark interactions from ghosts like Thayer's who took on more menacing presence in the home. Disembodied voices, furniture moving on its own, and full spectral appearances were among the many ghost experiences shared by the parent family. Mayor Art Carolyn was allegedly one of Thayer's most consistent targets, supposedly jealous of the living woman's role as both mother and mother. The ghost reportedly pinched and slapped Carolyn quite a bit and even touched Roger inappropriately on several occasions. The Warrens were brought in to help in 1974, but their presence aggravated the conditions, and Thayer's supposed ghost so much the family eventually asked them to leave. Horror icon Jane Gwan used the parent family's experience in his box office hit, The Conjuring, in 2015. Number two, and one of the most famous, the Amity Amity Arguably the most famous of Ed and Lorraine Warren's paranormal investigations, this investigation has been adapted into a frightening and seemingly unending film franchise. This Warren case involved the Lutz family. The Lutzes took up residence at a suburban Dutch colonial house in Amityville, Long Island in 1975. Only a year before their move-in, the residence had been the site of a deadly mass murder when Ronald DeFeo Jr. brutally killed six members of his family for 28 days the lutzes and their three children lived in that very same house while their family reported antagonistic voices swarms of flies welts family members levitating banging noises and unseen entities ed and lorraine warren were eventually called in to cleanse the house and brought a local tv crew with them after snapping photos including one featuring a boy with glowing eyes the warrens determined the land had curses on a 2013 interview with Yahoo, Lorraine Warren said the Amityville house was one case that haunts her the most. Amityville was horrible, she said during a press conference. For The Conjuring, it was absolutely horrible. It followed us right straight across the country. I will never go into the Amityville house ever again. Number three, Annabelle. 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 This investigation took the warrants to a thing rather than a place, more specifically a Raggedy Ann doll that was purchased in an antique store, a much less sinister imagining than her 2014 Annabelle film, Counterpart. Given to the buyer's daughter, the nursing student and her roommate quickly began to notice odd occurrences involving the doll, such as changing positions or rooms. That eventually escalated to messages on paper and blood on the doll's dress and, at one point, violence. Annabelle took particular aim at the fiancé of one roommate, who claims that he woke up frozen in a bed as the doll crawled up his body and strangled him. He also allegedly claimed that upon entering a darkened room where the doll rested, he felt something attacking him. When he flipped the switch, he saw his stomach covered in blood, bloody scratches and the doll on the floor. The behavior freaked the roommates out so much they called in a medium who explained that she believed the dog was possessed by the spirit of a deceased seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins. Higgins had supposedly died on the land where the apartment stood. The Warren family also got involved determining that demonic presence was in fact behind the doll. They performed a blessing in the residence before taking Annabelle off the young woman's hands. Annabelle has since become a permanent and prominent fixture in the Warrens Connecticut Occult Museum.
1: Number four, A Haunting haunting in Connecticut. In 1986, Carmen and Al Snedeker rented a home in Southington, Connecticut to be closer to the hospital where their son was receiving treatment. Unfortunately, the family had little knowledge about the residents' strange and gruesome past. The former funeral home came complete with the remnants of a mortuary in the basement and a graveyard outside. Upon moving in, their eldest son began seeing terrifying visions of ghosts. The family would uncover the existence of toe tags in the house regularly. Lights often flickered, dishes would shake, the smell of decaying flesh hovered, and reportedly water would, on occasion turn blood, Carmen and Al even alleged that the demons had sodomized them during their two-year period there. The Snedekers asked Ed and Lorraine Warren for help, and their investigation attributed the hauntings to the ghosts of those who were brought to the funeral home. According to the Warrens, the morticians partook in unsavory activities with the dead bodies. After a two-year stay, the Stedekers family move, finally moved out. Like the parents' story, the Snedekers' haunting was immortalized in film. Number five, the South South of Perhaps one of the more unusual cases from Edmund Lorraine Warren's case list, this investigation took the Warrens out of the U.S. to a seaside town in Essex, England. There, a man named Bill Ramsey was believed to be possessed by a demon that manifested as a wolf. Growing up, Ramsey was a normal, happy boy. One day, though, at a young age of nine, he suddenly began exhibiting inhuman inhuman qualities. Reportedly, while playing outside in his backyard, Ramsey felt a frigid cold take over him and his nostrils were overcome with an awful stench before he flew into a rage, uprooting a fence post, fence still attached and gnawing on its wire meshing. Ramsey eventually grew up, became a loving husband and father of three, and was incident-free until 1960s. The early years of his marriage were plagued by nightmares, cold sweats and waking up from the pants of a wild animal, which he soon realized were becoming from him. In the 1980s, Bill would repeatedly feel overcome by a sensation he had as a child while hanging out with his friends and even once while doing a citizen's arrest. At one point, he attacked a friend in a car on their way from a pub and manhandled police in intense altercations on several occasions. In the midst of this, Ramsey spent several stints in the hospital, all featuring the same symptoms of rage, inhuman strength, barred teeth, growling, hunched shoulders, and hands curled like claws. In an interview with the Warrens about their experience with Ramsey, Ed Warren stated that Ramsey would ask to be locked up in jail cell for his protection and the protection of the public. When the Warrens got wind of Ramsey's situation, they asked him to come to their Connecticut home where the Bishop Robert McKinnon would perform a recorded exorcism on. Number six, the trial, trial of Arnie, Arnie Cheyenne Johnson. Johnson. In this landmark trial, paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren were called to testify on the behalf of Arnie Cheyenne Johnson, the first known case in the U.S. to use the devil made me do it defense. On the evening of February 16, 1981, 19-year-old Johnson engaged to Debbie Glatzel and out for dinner with her, their landlord, Alan Bono, and others. Stabbed Bono multiple times using a pocket knife. Johnson would plead out, would plead, would plead not guilty by possession, a defense founded on Johnson's relationship with his soon-to-be wife's younger brother, David. In the summer of 1980, David woke to what he described as a man with big black eyes, a thin face with animal features and jagged teeth, pointed ears, horns, and hooves. The demon's description mirrors the creature from the horror hit *Insidious*. And apparently, David so much that Debbie turned to Arnie for help. Johnson couldn't find a reasonable explanation for David's bruises or scratches, so the family pivoted to a priest. That supposedly only angered the entity more, causing it to make David hiss, speak in multiple voices, and quote Paradise Lost. The Warrens were brought in. In an interview with People magazine, Lorraine stated that, While Ed interviewed the boy, I saw a black misty form next to him, which told me we were dealing with something of a negative nature. Soon the child was complaining that invisible hands were choking him and there were red marks on him. He said that he had a feeling of being hit. The warren supposedly worked with the diocese of Bridgeport and four priests who were brought in to exorcise more than 40 demons from David. The Diocese had only admitted to investigating the Glatzel case, but allegedly the event saw David return to normal. Arnie, however, became their alleged new target. After moving in with Debbie and going to dinner at a bar with Bono, a fight between the two older men broke out and Johnson bono. Johnson's defense didn't hold up in court, and he was found guilty of first-degree manslaughter, serving out only five years of his initially longer sentence. Oh,
0: so that one's based off Insidious. Yeah,
1: that's some shit, man.
0: I didn't even know the one about the South End werewolf.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't either. Wow.
0: Holy shit. That's cool. I mean, Ed and Lorraine Warren they're legendary they are uh i believe in all their work i think they're probably two of the most honest paranormal investigators of all time and uh, i mean i send my respect to them man i oh, mean yeah. what they've probably seen i wouldn't even want to see 10 percent.
1: oh yeah definitely
0: All right, everybody, moving on to... Today in the arena, we have a battle between two famous and very true hauntings, both made into movies, as one you may have just heard. And we are both huge fans of both of these stories and movies that were directed by James Wan, genius. Today we have facing off in the arena a battle of which of these two hauntings were the worst. We have the Parent Family Haunting, a.k.a. The Conjuring 1, versus the Infield Poltergeist, a.k.a. The Conjuring 2. We're very excited about this one, so you know how we do. We'll do a little compare and contrast between the two and then decide ultimately which we like better. And in this case, though both were a nightmare for both families, if we had to experience one, which one would we yeah. choose? Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Now let the battle commence. So lady I, I i'm a huge fan of both of these movies oh yeah as well as you oh
1: yeah they're the really good movies
0: uh, i love paranormal movies these two i'm a bigger fan of the conjuring one but yeah. i liked the conjuring too.
1: yeah I'm, I'm in the same boat with you there
0: um the parent family you know uh, that is a famous haunting as you heard that was number one oh, yeah. on their list the infield poltergeist a lot of people say it was a hoax when you had cops come in yeah and and this the infield and they seen what they seen. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I how was... more credible can you be? Yeah. Uh but there there was a lot of controversy over this. But these are two really crazy movies. So, I found a little website here. You know how we do. We do some compare and contrast. So, uh we have the ensemble which, you know, that kind of just names yeah. everybody that was in the movie. James Wan, of course, the director. So, you know the story of the Perrin family. Yes. So let's talk uh, the infield. A family lives in their house, and all of a sudden, they soon discover that the home, much like the domicile located in quiet areas of England, is haunted by a vengeful spirit. Soon, the evil entity begins to terrorize the family, possessing a young girl, leading them to seek out the help of famed paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. The duo brings together their expertise and spiritual insight to the aid of this poor family, but what they encounter is sometimes just as terrifying and grisly as what they experience with the last family. So pretty much, you had, okay, in The Conjuring 1, you had Bathsheba, and then in the infield, you have the crooked man, which was disguised as that numb, which, the crooked man being Bill, who is said to talk through one of the daughters. Both of these are, are... horrible
1: yeah they both are
0: and you know man a lot a lot of these families you know i'm sure they were okay with the movies i mean because the way they see it you know they experienced it they want their story to be told to let people yeah. know hey this is real I have stated on here before letty you're a little skeptical i'm, I'm
1: a little skeptical because i mean I'm a, I'm a huge thing of seeing is believing i mean i'll, I'll believe your stories yeah and that, that that should die i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh it's fake it's fake yeah go start real but i mean I've I've had, you know, I've stated some of my I guess you could say occurrences with the paranormal. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still a little skeptical, but I mean, I'm always open. I'm always open-minded when it comes to stuff like this.
0: So, which movie did you prefer?
1: The one that I preferred, I preferred Conjuring one. Yeah. The most. Me
0: me as well. Now, for the meat and potatoes, let's say you landed in one of these houses which one would probably scare the shit out of you the
1: most uh, the, the one that scares the shit out of me most would have to be the first one. Oh my god the parent family them having to go through all that and what got me the most was that you know her biggest target was the mom yeah and i'm just like i would hate to be that in that position and sit there and have to go through all that especially you know with my kids in the house
0: well, yeah, and the part where the daughter's sleepwalking and the daughter looks up and she's frozen, She's like, oh, shit. And then there you see the witch yeah. jump down on her. I'd be like, oh, my God. I'd be like, let's they... get
1: the fuck out now.
0: Bill, who talked through the girl, and, I mean, dude, you would even see interviews and hear this girl kind of talking, and they had even did a test so that yeah. there would have been no way that girl could have talked like that on her own while yeah. talking in her own voice. It would have blew her damn vocal cords out. yeah i don't think infield was a hoax but man if i seen that nun that would scare the shit out of Been me swinging
1: on a nun <laughs> yeah
0: and and i mean even the bill guy was yeah. a little creepy and which they called him in the movie the crooked man but you're dealing with a witch when you're dealing with what all the parent family you know that like they don't even tell everything that really happened to them, like dead soldiers talking yeah. to them in the walls and uh the first day they moved in there was an old man in there that this one of the daughters that was young at the time thought was yeah, helping part, yeah. them. all they had to deal with i mean and, and the fact that the parent family haunting was was well documented and it was real
1: yeah hell it went they went they lived there for what
0: 10, like, years. ten years yes yeah. and, there and for and,
1: a decade
0: the crazy part is is a, a couple of the family members didn't want to move, but I guess for their mother's, for health reasons of their mother, yeah. they eventually did. But I, I just couldn't imagine. Dude. I wouldn't want to stay there a week.
1: Oh yeah, as soon as that shit start happening, once all the sinister bullshit happened, my ass would have been out of there.
0: One picture falls off a wall. I'm hey uh, <laughs> mom, I'm coming home. Uh, no thank you
1: Did <laughs> you knock you that over, Jimmy? No, why? Wow, I've been outside Well, pack your shit, we leaving <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, but there was Don't get me wrong, The Conjuring too. Not to take anything away from it I couldn't imagine going through oh, that god, either Oh god, no, I couldn't either Because you gotta think, she had her husband wow. there yeah. The parent family had the husband there Then Phil Poster guys, they didn't no, It was just, it was the, just her was, and yeah. her kids I mean, that would be scary Because, you know, it's like an invisible force that you. I mean, what do you do? I mean, you can't. You
1: can't really do anything because I mean it's supernatural and it just happens.
0: Yeah, and you've got to find a, a priest and people that believe you and yeah. want to investigate, which now is a little more believable, of yeah. course, than it was back yeah, then. Yeah, back, back
1: then people just be like, "Oh, you're, you're, crazy. you're crazy."
0: Yeah, The Conjuring one, paranormal movies, it's probably one of my all-time favorites. The Enfield Poltergeist, it's right there too. Oh, Conjuring yeah. Two was a good movie. Oh yeah, it really was, but. I choose uh, Conjuring 1.
1: Oh, yeah, I choose Conjuring 1.
0: Let us know which one you guys would pick. Uh, again, guys, we like to hear these debates. We, you know, though a lot of the times we agree, we like to hear other points of view. Let us know. Oh, yeah, let
1: us know in the comments.
0: All right, Letty, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It has
1: been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, all it has been one of them motherfucking days,
0: It's time to rant. Let me tell you, I kind of put up a post on this, but guys, today we are going to rant about the government shutdown. So the government, yet another year, can't agree on something. This time it's about uh, President Trump's wall that he wants to build because it was voted no. This is why the government's shutting down. Yeah. Any time of the year that all this BS could happen and it could shut down, it seems to magically happen around tax season. I don't know if this is done on purpose or whatever, but you're talking military people don't get paid, people that work for the government, people get, I, I don't know about school checks, but they could be affected but we we just kind of want to give our take on why this is dumb and and just another reason of why we can't stand politics and politicians so letty are you ready
1: i'm ready spaghetti
0: now let's have a rant so you know like i said I, i put up a facebook post and it just seems really odd to me that this shit happens at tax time you know the one time of year man people work oh, yeah. their ass off all year and I again it's of course to the people that work hard all year and even if you work half the year I mean we pay these bastards to be in office and it's the one time of year we get ours back you can get caught up on your bills or get whatever and it just kills me we we gotta wait now like oh, yeah. uh, you do your taxes yeah, do them in January. I, I know last year, I think it was uh, March when my fiance got hers. You know, I get a school check. Now, I haven't received any word, which I figured by now I probably would have. Yeah. And seeing as how, like I said on my badass of the week, my school's providing help, maybe it isn't going to affect me. This is a big deal for oh, people. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it really is because, I mean, it's it's affecting a lot of policies and shit that people need. Like, one of the biggest ones is WIC. Yeah. It's affecting WIC. And there are people out there who can't afford the essentials for their kids, you know, like formula or, you know, the kids that are getting older, like the eggs, milk and cheese that they need at that, you know, young age. And they're going to be hungry. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that hurts me to hear that there are, you know, little babies and infants out there and, you know, like little toddlers and shit that can't get the, you know, necessary nutrients they need all because the government being shut down. And, you know, the people who are on food stamps. Yeah, that need it
0: well they they're get, they got theirs early which yeah. come i commend the department of human services
1: yeah i'm glad that, you know they were Thank able to you. get it yeah, yeah they were able to get their february early but after that
0: yeah i, I mean, mean what happens yeah
1: i mean if they don't get it figured out by the end of february i mean yeah what happens then
0: yeah. as soon as you do your taxes if you put down to get it two days a week three weeks a month whatever That's when a studio, we shouldn't have to wait because these assholes up in their nice offices driving their nice ass cars, living in their nice houses, can't agree on some dumb shit that, quite frankly, most of us don't even give a shit about. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, you're building a wall, there's shitty people that come over here, but that's why you have stuff in place to take care of these people. Yeah. Okay, you know, a wall just seems like money that could be put, something that we really need. Yeah okay and okay y'all can't agree on it but don't make other Americans suffer that look forward to one time a year
1: yeah tax season is a big one time, time. Yeah. yeah
0: and it's uh, in a four month you have January till April like come on man like don't don't take it out on those people now it, it just seems to me because where it's happened so frequently over the last few years it just seems to me that this shit is happening on purpose I don't know if it's, something happens and they're just trying to buy a little time yeah. or whatever it may be but it just kills me that this is the time where people can get out of the hole that people yeah or, or you know hey you could take a vacation or whatever it may be man you you need this money like oh, yeah. it's a lot of money that a lot of people don't get a big lump sum oh, yeah. like that yeah
1: not a lot of people get this and another thing it's affecting is a lot of the government workers that have nothing to do with. They're getting for uh, they're furloughed right now. They yeah, have, look at the military. Yeah, they're, they're furloughed. They have nothing coming in because uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ruby Ruby's nana, she works for the um, FDA. Yeah, and she's I'm pretty sure she's still furloughed right now and hasn't been to work in, you know all month I think.
0: Yeah, that's that's so bullshit. I mean
1: that's taking out you know all the money that she could be making and all this and you know that right there. You know uh, uh, affects our agriculture and all the farmers and shit yeah so i mean yeah you got the military being affected on you know you got WIC food stamps being suspended until further notice so i mean it's affecting a lot more people that need the help that need that money and they don't know what, what they're going to do
0: yeah all over a stank ass wall that like i said most of us don't even care about no and it just kills me that they're sitting up there they're not struggling
1: yeah it's not they're not being affected because they're they're the ones you know getting their six-figure salary early and you know it's not going to affect them because you know they they sit there they get their money they put it back and i mean they're they're set for years
0: yeah and, and the thing is is we pay you son of a bitches all year yeah you know and then you have a little bitch fit between each other So now we got to wait on on money that we're rightfully owed because y'all can't agree on something. That ain't our fault. That ain't our problem. And, you know, man, it's time, other than groups like Anonymous, all these activists and stuff like that, man, a lot more people got to get together and and just say enough is enough. Oh, yeah. Because this is just ridiculous. I mean, you're talking about people's livelihood. Like like this year, you know, we're going to use it to pay up on the bills and, and, and get us another car, man and now we gotta wait like i said last year it was around march i'm thinking first of march uh first second week of march i mean who's to say it don't get pushed to april you know like it's fucking ridiculous man and a lot of people say oh well you can wait yeah maybe you all can wait because you got money to wait yeah some of us don't have that luxury
1: no not a lot of people do and i mean you know lower class you know americans just they they really look forward to it because I remember growing up around February March was always a big time for my parents because you know tax season came in, and they always gave us a hundred bucks piece. Me, my sister, my brother, yeah. always got, they they always gave us because you know they they couldn't give us shit throughout the year because they they were always you know paying bills, uh, busting their ass you know just to provide the basic necessities for us. Yeah. And that hundred bucks at the beginning a year at the beginning of the year was always a big deal for me and my sister and my brother. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just coming from me. And, you know, this shit right here happened, you know, 10, 20, 10, 10 years ago. That's one of the last times I remember getting it. So, I mean, just imagine the people who need, need it to pay yeah. bills. Say, you know, they're they're borrowing a car. And, you know, that's what they're what they're going to be, their down payment.
0: Yeah, somebody living with somebody ready to get their own place. Oh, I mean. yeah. Bottom line, in closing here, you know, just quit the bullshit Definitely. if you all can't agree on something keep it keep it between you all don't let it affect other americans i don't understand because you all can't agree on a damn wall we gotta wait on money that we've rightfully paid you all that is taken out of our hard paychecks oh yeah and now you all are and this is why people just can't stand the government this is why people speak out and call them out on their bullshit and this is why I, I don't like talking politics. I don't oh, vote. Yeah. I don't do. And a lot of people say, well, maybe you should vote to take this. What does it really matter? You're just going to get some asshole that's going to get in there and pull this shit. Yeah. You know, it happened with Obama. Now look, we hire Trump, yet it's another shutdown. You know, so what does it really matter? It's just ridiculous. When I, I'll vote for somebody that fights for the lower middle class. Oh, yeah. That's that's who i vote for. It's not somebody that's rich and had money and doesn't really give a shit and is just going to provide policies and pass bills got that their, benefits the rich.
1: Oh, yeah, got their small loan of a million dollars from daddy. Yeah. I mean...
0: Come on, man. You got that money, spread it to your people. If you that yeah. fucking worried, President Trump, your stupid-ass wall is now caused people to have to wait yet another year on money that they...
1: Worked well hard deserved. for
0: it Yeah, and it's well deserved So I, I don't know Letty, you got anything in closing?
1: I mean, just stop your fucking bitching I mean, we, we've had a shutdown Literally almost every year For like the past going on Almost eight years Yep I mean, I'm tired of it I mean, what what's the point of putting someone In charge if This is always gonna happen
0: Yeah, and if it's gonna happen I mean, at least say Hey, look, we can't come to agreement Let's hold off end of april may oh yeah to let the people get their refunds and stuff and then go from there i mean he'll even hold it off till april i mean at least then majority of people have their money yeah but, but all right guys for episode 38 government shit down i'd like to thank everybody for tuning in uh, yet another week and uh, I-, I feel like this was another good episode letty
1: oh yeah i enjoyed it
0: proud of us but uh, as always guys please go like all our social medias to any of the segments we would love to hear your opinion please send us a comment on our facebook page if you've got any ideas for the show please hit us up at the ready sex show podcast at gmail.com once again for episode 38 government shit down i'm dt and i'm letty remember this is podcast greatness
1: where greatness never dies
0: we out